I know we're catching a bunch of people by surprise. It is Wednesday, and uh, we decided to start a little bit early because uh, as soon as we're done, we're, we're getting in the truck, and uh, we're all packed up, and we are going to go to New Hampshire to visit uh, my son, Stephen, our daughter-in-law, Holly, and our grandbaby boy, Joey. And uh, we just, we're just so excited, so we want to get going. So we started a little bit early. <laughs> we know that most of you will catch the, pod, uh, the podcast later, and most of you will look at Facebook a little bit later, so you'll still catch everything. But we want to begin um, by saying and sharing what we always do, and that is how much we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you, and we are so grateful and we are so thankful for each and every one of you. J.H. in Ohio, Ida in Norway, uh, J.R. in Florida, L.L. in uh, South Carolina, J.S. in, I have no idea where J.S. lives, <laughs> C.C. in Phoenix. I mean, there's just so many of you. We just love each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My sister in Georgia, you know, and uh, I have two sisters in Georgia. You know, so uh, and they know who they are. They're so special to me. You know, I hmm, love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those I missed, no, we love every one of you. Thank you so much for all you do. So today, uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun today. Just, just have, have a little bit of fun. Fun Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Today's going to be wacky Wednesday. Wednesday. But you know, I had a very interesting night last night. Okay. I know it was 4 o'clock in the morning because I, I eventually opened up my eyes to see what time it was. I can't see your eyes. I know. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, prior to my opening my eyes, okay, this is cool. I was laying in bed on my back. Mm-hmm. And it was like the room was lit up. Mm. You know, it, it, like I can see. I didn't, you know, at first I'm thinking, wow, is it that, er, you know, did I sleep in that late and then there's the sun up and whatever and light was coming in the window because I could see everything. I, I could see the, the ceiling fan. Uh, I seen um, my dresser. I looked over and I saw you. And um, and then all of a sudden, I, my, my mind just was, was starting to be flooded with different scriptures. Love it. You know? And a, looking at you, look, and a, a, just a peaceful feeling came over me, like everything's all right. Everything everything's going to be all right. Everything's awesome. And um, I was just like in s- such a state of peace. And then I started questioning, what's going on? I can see, but my eyes are not open. And then I opened my eyes, and guess what? I couldn't see. It was dark. I could only look over and see the flashing uh, of the um, alarm clock or, or, or our clock that it was 4, 4 a.m. I, I could only surmise that I was in the spirit. I love it. That's exciting. That's good. Nice. I, I, I went Because you are in the spirit. I went over scripture after scripture after scripture. I was in the Psalms. I was in Romans, I was in John, I was in 1 wow. John, and, 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 I, and I was like, 
my eyes are closed. I think my eyes are closed. How am I seeing everything? You know what? You can see clearly in the spirit. That's what faith is. Faith is not depending upon your five natural senses. Mm. And, and my, my spirit being, it, it was just a wonderful night. It was just a wonderful period of time. And uh, I, I don't, I still don't, I still don't know all that would happen, but, you know, it was, it was great. You know, in the latter days, young men, young men are going to see visions. That's right. You know, old men are going to dream dreams, but young men are going to see visions. So and you did. Seeing a vision. Sure, so yeah. I, I thank God for that. That was awesome. And um, so we're doing Philemon verse 6. And I'm like, you know, we're going to close out this verse today, but I don't want to close it out because it's just such a great verse. And if you've been listening to the uh, the dailies, you've been uh, finding out how excited I am about it. I know you're excited about the verse. Definitely. And hopefully I've been getting more and more people excited about the verse because it's just basically the gospel. It's basically all of Paul's thinking in it. And and basically, you know, he's he's telling us that the communication, you know, of our faith may become effectual by the recognition, by the acknowledgement of every good thing. And this is what we're going we're gonna to have fun with today. That is in, in me, in you, in me, in Christ. And you know, so many people struggle. I believe they struggle to come up with a definition of, of what grace is, okay? So many people struggle, struggle to come up with a definition of what grace is. God's unmerited favor, God's, uh, you know, undeserved favor, uh, God's supernatural ability in our lives, uh, uh, you know, and they're all, they're all, that's all part of grace. That's all part of what, what grace is because I like the definition of grace that I got from Joseph Prince, and that is grace is a person. Jesus. The law came by Moses, John chapter 1, verse 17. But grace came by Jesus Christ. The law came by Moses. Grace came by a person, Jesus Christ. And so I can understand fully what Joseph Prince is saying, and I totally agree. Grace is Jesus Christ because that our communication of our faith may become effectual by the acknowledging, the recognition of every good thing that is in us, in Christ. That's grace. Every good thing, every good thing is in us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Second uh, uh, Peter chapter 1 verse 3, we have been given all things pertaining to life and godliness. Why? Why? Every good thing that is in us, in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is in us. And every good thing that he is, that he has, that he owns, is in us. That's grace. That's Jesus. What's your definition of grace? What's my definition of grace? Jesus. Jesus. And that is everything, everything I could ever need. It's in me. And it's in you. Hallelujah. Amen. And he lives in a vessel of holiness. Saint. Amen. Saints, God's holy and righteous ones. By one sacrifice, he perfected forever those he sanctified. Mm. We are God's holy and blameless ones. And he has taken 
residence in us. He is in us. And it's so important as we finish out this verse to understand what is in us. This is why, you know, Paul, the Ephesians prayer in chapter 3 of Ephesians, how he ends up. God is able to do far beyond what you can ask or think according to the power, grace, Jesus, that is in you. Because it's all in you. Whatever you can think of, it's in you. Whatever you can ask, it's in you. When you could, could gain the recognition by the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, and see in the mirror this communication that you're joint heirs, that you're one with Jesus Christ, that you're a partner with him in, in the sharing of all the benefits of the kingdom, then your belief grows where your soul melds with your spirit in that inner man, and then you're able to believe and then speak it. Mm. Believe and speak it. Romans chapter 10, verse 10, with the heart, you're believing unto righteousness. And once you're believing unto righteousness, then you can speak out your salvation. So it's important to know what's in you, what's in you. And here we're going to have a little bit of fun. I just went down to Florida to visit my mom. And I didn't get to have any of her sauce. Well, it's not called sauce, it's gravy. Her mother called the gravy. Her mother's mother called the gravy. She called the gravy. We called the gravy. All us Italianos from the Bronx, from Manhattan, we call the gravy. It's gravy. Well, anyway, I didn't get her gravy. And, and Lori will tell you that for... 35 years? Wait, we're married 39 years. She's been down there five or six years, so 33 years. For 33 years, just about every Sunday, we got that gravy. And I don't know if I'm ever going to have it again. (laughs) I don't. And you want to know why? My mother doesn't have any recipes. I don't know how to make it. How many... 33 years, we ate her meatballs. The best meatballs on planet Earth. The best. I don't know if we're ever going to have it again. And you used to, I mean, you loved them. You poured the gravy on them, and you had your bread with butter in the beginning until you became gluten-free. Then you used it, you used it on, your, on, your, uh, on your lettuce and... And you used to scoop that gravy up and that meatball up. And, you know, we used to fight over them. And I know I used to walk by the meatball dish and I used to, nobody's looking. I'd sneak one or two. My mother knew I snuck one or two. You know, and I'd be, oh, man, I was a Christian, too, and I lied. No, I didn't have any meatballs yet. Or I had three, and I'd say, I only had one. Never again. She has no recipes. We have no stinking idea what's in them, what's in it. We have an idea, but we just don't. No, we don't have an idea. (laughs) I put a little bit of this and I put a little bit of that. So, you know, we can't can't even try to replicate it. We can't even try to replicate it because we don't know what's in it. And my wife tries. She made lasagna the other day. Oh. (laughs) Fail. She she made baked ziti. Oh. She knows I love her. She tried. She tried her best. And, you know, you threw it out? Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. You threw it out. Mom, because you don't have recipes and you didn't teach, 
We don't know what's in there. So your son is reduced to Paul Newman's organic sauce, tomato basil. That's what I'm reduced to. So you know what? We're going to have a moment of silence. A moment of silence? For my mom's recipes. <laughs> May they rest in peace? May they rest in peace. <laughs> They're oh, gone. Gosh. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> That's why I said we're going to have some fun. You know, we don't know what's in it. So we can't replicate it. Now here's the point. Paul is telling us what's in us. So we know. And it's only in us for one reason. To be replicated. To be replicated. John says it so beautifully. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, how we're united with the Lord, how we're one with the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, how we're one spirit with the Lord, how we're one spirit with him. Ephesians, how we were co-quickened with him and elevated to the seat of honor at the right hand of the Father. Ooh. Heavenly realm. That the so communication... The understanding that this partnership, this union, this oneness allows us to share in all the profits and benefits of the kingdom as we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, in the Father, in Holy Spirit who makes this happen in our lives. Then our lives become effective and effectual and energized because we're acknowledging, we're recognizing Everything that is in us, and it becomes replicated. What becomes replicated? His energy, his healing power, his prosperity, his love, his joy, his peace, his goodness, his gentleness. Hey guys, as Jesus is, so are you. He is in you. He is in me. So that he can be replicated in and through us. So that's the word for today. 15 minutes. I hope you were blessed. I hope you had so much, some fun. Mom, I hope you had a little bit of laughs here and there. Maybe you could think about writing down what's in there. Maybe sending it to us. Maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe I'll try to cook it. We love you, and we'll be seeing you Thursday and Friday morning from Exeter, New Hampshire. Walk in your blessings, every single one of them. Every single.